0: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: What's up, everybody? It is Physical Friday, and you know that is where we talk about things Physical. Ways that we can be better at the things we love to do outdoors, prolong our careers, or just get stronger so we can do more. Today, we're going to take a question from the audience, and that's awesome. I love it when you guys ask questions. And this one came through Instagram, which is definitely not the best way to get me, but it is possible. At Tom underscore Roland, that is my personal Instagram account, and that's where this question came from. It is better if you text the number 305-930-7346. That's where you'll get the quickest response. So Kyle, Kyle Medusia, or Medusia, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name, but That is where he went through was the Instagram, and it's been sitting there for a little bit, so I'm sorry it took a little while, but I do like this question, and it's perfect for Physical Friday. He says, hey, Tom, I've got a workout question. If you had to pick some workouts that could simulate pulling a skiff, what would they be? Okay, so this is a really good question, and um, I do this quite a bit you know because you're, this is exactly what we're trying to do we're trying to be better at the things that we do outside for a very long period of my life the pulling a boat was the only way that I made any money and so I wanted to be better at it I wanted to do my job better and if you do a little training off the water not only can you be better at it you'll be stronger and you can pull a boat faster of course and 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 without getting fatigued but also, you can avoid injuries, overuse injuries, by training off the water. Okay, so the way we're going to do this is at the end of this, I'm going to tell you how I would incorporate these exercises into a couple of workouts. Uh, but at first, let's talk about pulling a boat. Pulling a boat is physical. It can be kind of easy sometimes, and it can be extremely um, physical. At other times, fishing guides that make a living fishing do not really cancel because it's a little bit windy. In fact, they don't cancel because it's a lot windy. So, poling a boat uh, for a living means that you're going to have to pull a boat in all different conditions, high tide conditions where you got a tremendous amount of tide flow. It's running like a river. Uh, lots of wind, very common to pull into the wind, cross the wind, upwind, downwind, into the current, a down current, across the current, all of these different things in deep water, in shallow water, pushing the boat across uh, water that's too shallow for the boat to go to, all the way down to pushing the boat in water that your push pole can barely touch the bottom. And all of those are fatiguing and you it, it, it takes a lot of practice. When you get good at pulling a boat, it's a very effective way to move the boat through the Florida Keys waters because the fish that we're fishing for are spooky and it's a quiet way to push the boat. I think you could probably push a boat with a push pole better than you could with oars. The push pole is fantastic because it allows us to, with the advent of All of the evolutions that have happened in the Florida Keys for polling a boat, like the polling tower. The push pole allows the guide to be at elevation so that you can see better into the water and manage to have total control over the boat. It's a very, very effective way to do it. So if I'm going to try to get better at polling or am I going to try to prolong my career, these are the kind of exercises that I am going to incorporate. Now, when you're talking about polling, I've heard uh, one guide, a very famous person actually, um, call polling a controlled drift. That could not be further from the truth. And every time I think about it, it just makes me upset because that is just not at all what polling a boat in the Florida Keys is. Like I said, you have to go into the tide, into the wind, down tide, downwind, all different directions it's everything but a controlled drift you're not controlled drifting you are absolutely taking that boat exactly where you want to go despite the conditions around you so that is not what we're training for we're training for uh not a controlled drift but uh, a very um you are going to be able to move that boat any which way you want to do it so the most important things on polling, and to be able to pole not just for 15 minutes, but for 10 hours a day, 200 days in a row, the most important thing is probably to have good enough grip strength to be able to hold onto that pole all day long and and push, whether you're pushing very athletically or you're just sneaking up on fish. Any way you slice it, Your grip strength is incredibly important. When you shake hands with your fishing guide that's out there 310 days a year pulling a skiff, you'll know it because he's going to have really strong hands. I've never met a fishing guide that doesn't have strong hands, and if I did, I'd be uh, wary uh, because being a fishing guide is very grip-intensive, very hand-intensive, especially if you are an inshore guide who pulls a boat for a living. They're going to have strong forearms. They're going to have strong hands. That is important. So I want to do some, uh, I want to think about exercises that are going to improve my grip strength, not only for overall sheer strength, but also for endurance through the hands so that you are able to hold on to that push pull for 10 hours a day, 200 days in a row. Okay. The things that I would do for that. Would be to simulate the push pull with something round uh, like a rope. Okay, so a manila rope, one and a half inch manila rope is easy to find at lots of workout uh, facilities, lots of workout um, places like Rogue Fitness. They sell these in all different lengths. If you have two uh, ropes hanging off a pull up bar, you can grab hold of the ropes and hang there. You can do pull ups on the ropes. Where you are going to be holding on to something that's roughly the size of the push pole, you're going to be using your grip to support your body weight, and that is an absolutely excellent way to improve your hand strength, your finger strength, your grip strength, your forearm strength, all the things that it requires to pull a boat. Other exercises that we do uh, often, uh, I will push a sled and I will have a 50-foot vanilla rope, not a vanilla rope, a manila rope, a manila rope uh, onto the sled. I'll push it 50 feet away and then I will walk back and I will pull that hand over hand, which is very similar to, to pulling a boat, hand over hand, Pull that sled back. Push it out. Pull it back. Push it out. Pull it back. That's fantastic. Um, that is exercising your grip, your fingers, your hands, your forearms, and your shoulders. Of course, pulling is a pulling exercise. You are pulling down with this push pole. You're pulling down and walking down that pole getting some bend in the pole, propelling the, the boat forward. So other great exercises would be pull-ups. Pull-ups and chin-ups, both ways where the hands are on one, one way on the bar or they're on the other way on the bar. That is the difference between a chin-up and a pull-up. Both are excellent exercises to enhance your strength in pulling and also to make your shoulders nice and strong. Those are really good ones. Rope climbs are really good exercises for polling because basically when you're climbing a rope, you are doing the exact same thing that you're doing when you are pulling a boat. It is a very, very similar, very similar um, movement. So rope climbs are also good as you're pushing on the boat and you're getting that final pull, you're using like a full body curl to push down on that push-pull. So you're using some core. Having a core movement in there is also really good. That could be sit-ups. It could be band pull-downs. It could be flutter kicks. It could be any sort of uh, flexion in the trunk uh, under tension. Okay, That's also very good. Pulling takes balance. Your feet should be together when you're pulling. And the boat is often rocky, rocking and moving. So if you were to train some on a BOSU ball or a couple of BOSU balls or to have an indo board and uh, practice some of that and incre- increase your balance, that would be fantastic. Also, just being out on the boat every single day increases your balance and, and is training small muscles in your feet and legs that you uh, are very important for your balance. So the more you're out on the boat, the more you're gonna, the better you're gonna be in that situation. But if we're talking about just completely off water training, trying to utilize some sort of a balance training is also very good. Um, squats, certainly you you're standing up all day long. So if you if your legs are stronger, you're gonna be able to do that better. There is a small half squat kind of in the pole in the polling. Uh, uh, technique where you're you're getting down and you're pushing that last push out there is a kind of a little half squat so if you are squatting uh, both with weight and just air squats that is fantastic there are certain machines that you can use the ski erg made by concept 2 is something that simulates cross-country skiing and it is also similar to to pulling where you're pulling down with your shoulders, you're doing a body curl and you're pushing the, um, the, the, the handles back kind of like the push pole. You're doing it with, with two arms, but it does have some good cardio elements to it. So those are all kind of the, the exercises that I think are the most important. Now, when you are training, um, for pulling, like if that's your primary thing, you're going to be doing a lot of pulling exercises, a lot of pull ups, a lot of grip work, a lot of core exercises, maybe some squats, like we talked about. It's also important to think about training the opposite way. So if you're only training one way, that is a pretty good recipe for uh, overuse injuries, if you're only doing it exactly that one way. So I think that it is incredibly important to try to um, preserve your shoulder health and your training off the water should be so that you can do a better job on the water and you can last longer as a guide. A lot of guides have shoulder issues from polling. And I think that you know a lot of people, myself included, have gotten over them. Through stretching and through other movements. Okay, so if all you're doing is pulling, maybe one of the things that you might incorporate into your training is pushing. So if you're doing a lot of pull-ups, it would also be good to incorporate a shoulder press with weight, a dumbbell press with weight, handstand push-ups with body weight, single arm dumbbell uh, push pushes uh, straight up off the shoulder, a push press, or a jerk, so that you're not only training down, but you're also training up. That will do a lot. There are two other things that I recommend for your shoulders that have been instrumental in helping me to overcome the, the shoulder issues that I had from uh, too much polling, and that is this um, this tool. Call it. Uh, It's called crossover symmetry. Crossover symmetry is used a lot in baseball, in swimming, in gymnastics, in CrossFit, in a lot of these sports that are incredibly shoulder intensive. And yes, pulling a boat is very shoulder intensive. Crossover symmetry has a very good program. What crossover symmetry is are these light bands. They're just light elastic bands, and you can hook them on a door. Frame, you can hook them on a squat rack, you can hook them on a chain link fence, you can hook them on all kinds of things and do a series of simple exercises that will not only train some of the big muscles in the shoulder, but also some of the smaller muscles in the shoulder in lots of different ways. Many, many, many people have overcome shoulder issues with the crossover symmetry i strongly recommend looking into that product and incorporating it if you're a fishing guide that does no training off the water currently and you're having shoulder issues if you had a crossover symmetry and you could put it someplace in your tackle room or your you know where you're where you're picking up your boat or something and spend. Five to ten minutes on that crossover symmetry in the morning. I think it would go a long way to improving your shoulder health. I really, really like that very much. And the one other thing that I suggest for the shoulders uh, is the um, program by my friend Joe Hippensteel. We've had Joe on the podcast a number of times. We'll put the we will link those podcasts in the show notes. Uh, below, and you can go back and listen to him, but Joe was a decathlete, an undersized decathlete that trained way too hard and had all kinds of problems all throughout his body. He overcame all of those problems through a stretching program that he created himself, and it is fantastic. He has lower body stretches as well as shoulder stretches, and there are three or four or five different shoulder stretches that have helped me greatly, and if, if you have issues with your shoulders or want to prevent issues with your shoulders, both the crossover symmetry and Joe's program, Ultimate Human Performance, definitely very highly suggested. Okay, so now those are kind of the exercises that I like. Something for your grip, something for pulling, some sort of squat, some sort of sit-up. Those are all very important. Now, how would I incorporate those into a workout. Now, what what I'll do is I'll give you two different formats for a workout. Um, Both will incorporate four exercises for different time domains and different um, reps. So the first one we'll talk about is as many rounds as possible. So A-M-R-A-P, AMRAP. 20 minutes. So let's take the 20-minute time frame and let's think about the, the things that we talked about for um, pulling-specific exercises. So we're going to exercise for 20 minutes. We're going to take four exercises. So let's take um, something for the grip and something for pulling. Let's say that you have two of these manila ropes hanging off your pull-up bar, and you could do five rope hang pull-ups off of your pull-up bar. Okay, so you're gonna hold on to the rope just like you'd be holding onto the push pull, and you're gonna pull up until you can do a pull-up. Okay, five of those. Then you're gonna do 10, um, 10 uh, curls with your body curls with a band. So you're gonna get on your knees. There'll be a band coming off the pull-ups. You will hold that about at your forehead and you will curl down to the ground. So I call those body curls. Um, so you're going to do five pull-ups with a rope, 10 body curls, and let's say 15 squats. Okay, We're going to do that as many times as we possibly can for 20 minutes. Now That's a great exercise. That would be fantastic. That would be a great workout, pulling workout, specific 20 minutes. And what I would suggest that you do, if you like that workout... Yeah, you can come back to it and see if you can do more rounds, but you can also alternate those exercises out. And instead of doing the rope pull-ups, do regular pull-ups. Instead of doing the body curls, do sit-ups. Instead of doing the squats, maybe push a sled. Uh, That would be fantastic. Okay. Um, Now let's think about um, a different kind of workout. How could you create even more variety with this type of workout and these type of exercises in order to make yourself better at polling. Let's think about an every minute on the minute format. EMOM. EMOM, you might see that written somewhere. EMOM 40. Okay? So that what that would mean is you would have a clock set for 40 minutes and every minute you would start something else. So let's say that you have four exercises. Uh, We're going to do a sled push 50 feet. That's the first exercise. And let's say that takes you 30 seconds to do that. You have 30 seconds to rest before you have to move to the next exercise. Okay, So we'll do a sled push down 50 feet, and we're going to have a long rope on that sled. So that rope is going to straighten out. We're going to walk in our 30 seconds down to the other end of it. And we're going to go hand over hand, pull that sled back to you when the second minute starts. So let's take it, let's say it takes you 30 seconds to pull that sled back to you. You have 30 seconds to rest before we move to, let's say you have access to a ski erg machine, 20 calories on the ski erg machine. Okay. Then let's say that takes you 40 seconds. Now you have 20 seconds to rest and we are going to move to something that um, five pull-ups, okay? So the five pull-ups is going to take you not very long at all, maybe 15 seconds. You have 45 seconds to rest. Get back to the sled and get ready to push. We'll repeat this for 40 minutes. It's okay to throw in to only do three exercises and have one of those minutes be a rest minute. That'd be perfectly fine, but... The point being that you can create these different workouts that will improve your conditioning for the activity that you're trying to get better at. Pulling, okay? So grip strength, pulling, rope climbs, core, balance, taking care of those shoulders, all of that is super, super important, okay? One other exercise that that I I forgot to mention that is on my notes here, is that a lot of what we're doing is forward. We're doing a lot of forward things. So just like I talked about, we're doing a lot of pulling. We might want to do some pushing. Uh, If everything we're doing is forward like that, there is a machine called a a glute ham developer, um, or you could just, if you have no equipment whatsoever, you can do what's called a Superman, which is where you lay flat down on your face with your legs and arms extended out, and you you just arch your back and arch your legs. So your, your legs come off the ground, your arms come off the ground, your head comes off the ground. The only thing that are left on the ground is your hips, okay? That's up, then you go down, everything back on the ground. Back up, and that's called a Superman. So you're flying like Superman, and then you go flat on your face. Flying like Superman, flat on your face. That is one, if you have a glute ham developer, Um, or some sort of a back extension machine, you can do that to where you're doing basically an inverted sit-up or a reverse sit-up to where you are arching your back and coming up. So you're laying there face down uh, and you arch up to, uh, to parallel to the ground and then go back down. Those are other exercises that would be good for the lower back. Because you're doing so much forward, it's also good to train the body in the other direction. So... Those are the ways that I would use these type of exercises to create a workout for polling. And uh, great question. It really is a great question. If you have questions like that, I'd love to hear them. And if you come up with a, um, with a workout of your own with these exercises or some others that you think simulates polling very well, that would be fantastic. Text it to me at 305-930-7346 and... We will see you guys all next week. I hope everybody has an awesome weekend. You get out there and you get in so much of what we like to do in the outdoors, whatever that is, whether that's hunting or fishing or hiking or backpacking or mountain climbing or whatever, bowling a boat. I hope you get to do it this weekend. All right, we'll see you next week.